0: I'm Kate, and I'm Jamie, and this is Creeps and Coffee, a show where we talk about the creepiest crime cases around the world. So let's grab some coffee and have a chat. We're back and ready to attack. Always. What have you been up to, Jamie?
1: Uh, I graduated. Okay, you go. Yeah, I uh, got some grad photos done. Still don't have a job. Uh, Love that.
0: That's, that's it, unfortunately. <laughs> what about you? Um, I've been working my three jobs. <laughs> Having a great time with that. Don't know which one of us is worse off. (laughs) I've been doing school, Mm. Um, I've been pretending to do research for this, Um, Mm -hmm. it's still 100% on you. Um, Honestly, it makes
1: me feel useful.
0: (laughs) Nothing too wild over here for me. I think I've reached the peak of caffeine intolerance. Just makes me shaky at this point.
1: Anyway, yeah. Freemasonry.
0: Yeah, so um, we thought today we've done an episode on some true crime, we've done an episode on some haunted things. So we figured the next logical step was to look at uh, not really a cult, but more of a conspiracy yeah. focused thing, right? Yeah. So we thought... So
1: we can encompass all the creepy things.
0: Exactly. We've got a never-ending shower of weird stuff. So we thought... Beautiful way to put it. We thought, what's the best thing to start with? Freemasons.
1: They're, like, not as intense as, like, the Illuminati, but I feel like... You know, they're still creepy enough to talk about. So.
0: The nice thing about Freemasons, and I will admit, I did absolutely no research <laughs> for this episode, but I will say that Freemasons are the one sort of secret society kind of deal that I'm not scared to Google. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I know that if I Google absolutely. Freemasons, I'm not going to pop up on, like, an FBI watch list.
1: Yeah. Also why I wanted to do Freemasons. I was like, mm. I don't want to be put on like a no-fly list yeah. or
0: something. Yeah, we're, travel is just starting to open up. I don't want to be restricted from going anywhere.
1: By Googling how to join the Illuminati. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, you want to start us off?
0: I'd love to. Okay. What kind of you to ask? <laughs> For those of you who don't know, <laughs> a Freemason is a member of an international order established for mutual help and fellowship, which holds elaborate secret ceremonies. So Freemasons are pretty... Like a
1: fraternity.
0: Yeah, kind of like a frat, but less disgusting. Um, so Freemasons are kind of more political or, like, influential people in society who, from what we know so far, from the very little outside information that slips out about Freemasonry, (laughs) they meet up every so often. Nobody knows what they talk Mm. about, but they meet up, Mm -hmm. hang out, and help each other out with things. So... And there are a lot of famous
1: ones that nobody, like, knows that they're Freemasons. Oh
0: my god. I could like,
1: we were just looking at a list. So
0: many! I spent an hour reading a list to Jamie of people that she could not care less about. <laughs> but I was losing my goddamn mind. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly what That's <laughs> yeah. So, I guess it's probably important to give a little bit more background on it. So... Freemasonry, like Jamie said, is a fraternal organization, so not, not, not like a Greek frat that you have to be scared of, that throw, like, really weird parties and are just, like, weirdly aggressive to people, (laughs) (laughs) but a fraternal organization in the sense of they really value- Just dudes. Yeah, just dudes being (laughs) bros. (laughs) They really value that sense of brotherhood and camaraderie, and it's basically these powerful people who use their power to help other people in power get their stuff out there. Um, Mm. Freemasonry can be traced all the way back to local guilds of stonemasons, um, that from around the end of the 14th century were the ones that regulated the qualifications of things like masons and Stonemasons and their interactions with people in the communities, with authority figures, and clients. So kind of like I said, like we, they, not we, we're not Freemasons. <laughs> My God.
1: We're not allowed. We're women. Yeah,
0: exactly. Um, but yeah, they use their power to help other people in power. Which can be good, can be bad. We don't really know. We have no proof of what Freemasonry actually does. Um, But yeah. it's fine. What interests us about it is that Freemasonry has been the subject of many a conspiracy theory throughout the years. mm um, And modern Freemasonry is really two main groups. So there's regular Freemasonry, which is really focused on insisting that a volume of scripture be open in a working lodge. So a lodge is, like, their meeting house. Um, mm-hmm. That every member profess belief in a supreme being. Now, we don't know if like that's... God. Yeah, we don't know if that's necessarily only a Catholic or Christian God, but some sort yeah. of supreme... You just have to believe
1: in, like, a higher being. Yeah. Um, Because I was doing some research and they said uh, in order to be like a good man, quote unquote, you have to believe in a higher being for conscience to exist. Otherwise, Uh, like, what's the point? Nothing matters. uh, Which I guess makes sense. I like, I understand where they're coming. Yeah,
0: I can get behind that. And I like that they're not pushing Christianity. Yeah. The thing that I'm not quite following in their rules, though, is that despite needing a volume of scripture open... And requiring that every member has a belief in some sort of higher power. There is to be no discussion of religion or politics in right, a lot. Right, it's banned. Yeah. So
1: what do they talk about?
0: That's what I want to know. What do they do? That's what I want to know. That's, that's the question. Just bros being dudes. And finally, one pivotal... Cracking a cold one. <laughs> Saturdays With are the for boys. the Freemasons. Um, the most pivotal aspect of regular Freemasonry is that no women are to be admitted because it is a fraternal organization. So, whoop-dee-doo. Sounds less fun. Exactly. So that's... I don't want to
1: brag, but women are pretty cool. Women
0: are kind of the best. We're kind of awesome. Just saying. So that's regular freemasonry and then there's also continental freemasonry which Mm. consists of some of the other jurisdictions and lodges that have removed some or all of the restrictions in regular freemasonry so i'm wondering if this means that there are some jurisdictions that do allow women
1: there has to be at least one especially in the 21st century like
0: I would hope think, so. or at least non-binary We would hope it would people.
1: evolve a little bit.
0: Yeah.
1: That was another question I had. It says only men can be in it, but what about people who are gender-fluid, non-binary, gender-queer? It's like... They're wait, not a woman. Are they rejected? Yeah, are they rejected because they're not male? Do you have to be biologically male?
0: <laughs> What's up with that? We'll get to that. We'll get to talk about my favorite person yes. ever. Yes. I... Okay, yeah. Before... I get too excited about it. (laughs) I'm going to continue to get excited about history is what's going to happen here. Mm -hmm. So Freemasonry. You go for it. (laughs) Freemasonry came from, like I said, guilds of stonemasons. And stonemasons were often also the people who were building cathedrals in the Middle Ages. So when cathedrals were not as popular, as the Catholic Church kind of lost popularity for a little bit, just a little bit though not long enough Um, Mm. so with the decline of cathedrals being built some lodges of working masons were able to accept honorary members to bolster the membership so these honorary members wouldn't have to go through major like rituals I guess to join they were just honorary members because they needed more people Um, nice and they needed more lodges. So from a couple of these lodges developed modern Freemasonry, which we were just talking about. And that was particularly in the 17th and 18th centuries where they were adopting rites and trappings of ancient religious orders. And my favorite word, of chivalric brotherhoods. Chivalric is a beautiful word. I love language. It's another tangent I could go on for hours. Please don't. I love... <laughs> 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 All right, folks, you just got a great insight onto how Jamie and I function. <laughs> Here's a cool history. Love thing. you, but don't. Shut up.
1: I'm gonna be honest. I haven't been listening. <laughs> I know. I
0: know. <laughs> um. Anyway, wreck is a beautiful word. Moving on. In seventeen seventeen. The first Grand Lodge, which is an association of lodges, was founded Ooh. in England. My favorite place. Ah. So,
1: I almost said bonjour. Oh,
0: so close. Yet yeah, so, no. so wrong. Yeah. And that's very reminiscent of when we were in Italy and my mom said, gracias. <laughs> close, so but no cigar. So, speaking of Grand Lodges... I guess we should probably tell the people what a lodge is yeah that might be beneficial so you do it i'm lazy i know <laughs> <laughs> you did all the research the least i can do is tell the people what yeah is. <laughs> so the basic unit of freemasonry a basic component of their meeting groups is the lodge i'm talking with my hands a lot and no one but jamie can see it mm-hmm. but it's fine Um, yeah, so the basic unit of Freemasonry is the lodge. They're all private lodges. Nobody knows what's going on. Um, they're usually supervised at a regional level. So the region could be state, province, a national border, all the fun stuff, um, by a Grand Lodge or a Grand Orient Ooh. Ooh, hold for sound Sounds effects. Sounds fancy. Ah dun, dun. Uh-huh. <laughs> there's no international worldwide Grand Lodge. Like there's no head lodge that supervises all of Freemasonry. But each Grand Lodge is independent, so each mm. like head lodge is in its own place. And the lodges branch off of each other from there. But there's not, like, one grand, grand lodge. Does that make sense?
1: So, like, there's no, like, dean of the university. It's just, like... Exactly. An organization.
0: And kind of going off of that, yeah, like, it is just like an organization. Like, they don't necessarily recognize each other as being, like, official or legit other grand Mm. lodges. They're going off of what their Lodge codes are and their fraternal promises are, pretty much. Cool. Yeah. Fun. You know me. (laughs) Not sketchy at all. No, it sounds so legit. There definitely will not be any weird business practices happening behind the doors of a Lodge.
1: Where no one can discuss politics or religion or tell anyone from the outside what it's about. You know
0: what? They're probably talking about women, I think. I think that's why oh. women can't join. They're like, we just need help talking to some ladies. <laughs> Honestly, understandable. Yeah, we just use a podcast. As long to as do it's that.
1: respectable. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Freemasons podcast. <laughs> Just like 4,000 members all on Zoom.
0: (laughs) It's just a Discord voice chat. (gasps) Kind of love that. (laughs) So, yeah. There are the two main groups of Freemasonry. But there's also degrees of Freemasonry. So, Hmm. from what we know, from what little knowledge has leaked out of lodges, there's Hmm. three grades of medieval craft guilds. So, there's the apprentice, the journeyman, or fellow craft, and then there's a master mason.
1: These sound like characters from Dungeons and Dragons. A
0: hundred percent they do. And you know what? I love it. Me too. (laughs) So anyone who wants to obtain any of these three degrees of membership are basically taught the meanings of the symbols of freemasonry in a progressive manner so like step by step like a multi-level marketing scheme <laughs> you're going in you're gonna get up and up
1: you know? are the freemasons a giant pyramid scheme oh
0: my gosh <laughs> we figured it out yes um yeah so in each guild so apprentice fellow craft or master mason um, they're taught meanings of symbols, they're given grips, signs, special secret words to tell other members that, hey, like, I'm allowed to be in the lodge, I'm a Freemason too, but I'm only at this level, hmm. I guess. Because <laughs> apparently they're not allowed to go, hey, I'm a Freemason, they need a whole secret code. Yeah. Some of the The degrees of investment. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. So the degrees of investment are part allegorical, part, like, morality, and then they're also part lecture. So they're kind of like... boring. (laughs) Yeah. From what I'm understanding, it's basically like a theater school. (laughs) Fun, <laughs> like, like you get lectured but you're also playing out situations hmm. um, it sounds thrilling so in order to become a Freemason and find out the meanings of these symbols and signs and words um, you have to go to a craft or a blue lodge for Freemasonry where members of Those degrees are already known as Freemasons or Masons. So the Freemasons or Masons can teach people to be apprentices, fellow crafts, or master Masons. And then I'm assuming after you're a master Mason, you become a Freemason. Mm. There's also other degrees, um, but that's dependent on the lodge. Like some specific lodges will come up with their own titles and their own sort of secret things. So that depends mm-hmm. on location, jurisdiction. Um, they're typically just administered by whoever runs that location. So it's separate mm-hmm. from the people who are administering like Blue Lodge level degrees, but still relevant because you're still learning secrets that no one else is allowed to discuss. Yeah. Which seems suspicious to me Mm
1: -hmm. if there are any freemasons out there and we've got information wrong feel free to email us or message us on our socials link is in the description
0: also tell us can you you tell me what the fuck is going on
1: tell us stuff we won't reveal your identity we promise (laughs) I don't promise actually please just tell us
0: I promise tell me so that's the fun part that I enjoy about stuff like this is the history and the background
1: Now my turn.
0: (laughs) Now Jamie gets to talk about her favorite part.
1: Yeah, so basically it's just a giant men's club. So I'm assuming they drink beer and play golf, you know?
0: How is that any different than (laughs) the rest of the world?
1: Exactly. (laughs) But, like, everything that I looked up, it was all very, like hush hush like everything is fine we're simple very easy going and I'm like okay so if I'm to believe this why why are they on the same level as the Illuminati why are they constantly compared to the Illuminati
0: yeah where is this all coming from
1: yeah like what's this coming from what are they hiding essentially I'm asking
0: because
1: mm-hmm. like if they really are just what they say they are then they should not be even in the same category as the Illuminati
0: that is a good point.
1: What is, like, a cult? So, are they a cult? And if so, how? Why? What's going on? <laughs> um, yeah, and I have just... Is it just because of the mystery revolving around them? like, Like, the fact that we don't know anything, that we just assume they're doing bad things? Like, is that <laughs> why we freak out when we hear about them?
0: That's fair. If
1: it's not religion what is it? Like, you have to believe in a supreme being or God to join, but mm. they don't talk about religion. So, what? And then, like, another thing was uh, one of the, the people who was interviewed said, could an atheist join? And the person said, no. And it's like...
0: interesting.
1: But if it's not involving religion, you know, like...
0: Well, that's what I mean. You have to believe in a supreme being.
1: But why? If you can't talk about religion. Like, it contradicts itself, so one of those is a lie. Yeah. You know? Fun fact, the Catholic Church condemns Freemasonry.
0: Now, why would that be?
1: I don't know. But I put, is that why there's so much stigma behind Freemasons? Because maybe the Catholic Church was the one to start the rumors because they condemn Freemasonry. I don't know why. They seem like they have similar goals. Hmm. Uh, But, you know, my thought is, like, maybe if the Catholic Church did want to condemn Freemasonry, that would make sense that there are so many rumors and controversies involving the perception of Freemasons. Also, though, apparently my research is not reliable, so (laughs) don't fully trust me. (laughs) No problem. (laughs) I really don't know who to believe, what to believe. Yeah, I clicked this link. It's nine things you didn't know about Freemasonry. I'm like, Okay. okay. And yeah, number one, Masons do not discuss religion or politics.
0: Why, though? I don't know. I mean, I understand the politics thing. Because if you're... Yeah. If you're going in... Especially because a lot of these men are politicians. hmm If you're trying to, like, con other people or, like, push your agenda... Yeah. In this area that's supposed to be this, like, safe space, I guess, for, like, free conversation to flow... I understand Mm -hmm. the politics thing. But religion, I don't understand.
1: Yeah. And the next thing literally says Freemasonry is not a religion. But then why do you have to believe in a god? In a supreme being? If it's not a religion.
0: Yeah, I don't... You know? It seems less of a religion to me and more of a cult. And I know... Hear me out, though, because I know cult and religion are often tied together as well. Like, look at, like, we were talking earlier about Scientology. Yeah. That's cult and religion tied in together. But I think more of, like, ideologies about the world, I would think, than about the, the like, otherworldly aspects of things. Does that make sense?
1: So it is a cult. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool, cool. I would think. And that's it for our podcast, folks. Freemasonry <laughs> is a cult.
0: <laughs> Riveting prose. stuff, I know. <laughs> Thank you so much. I want to talk about the Founding Fathers.
1: Okay. Talk about them.
0: Um, there's so many more than I thought there were.
1: Ten, apparently.
0: There's more, though, because you read that oh. list and I'm seeing like a billion more.
1: Keep in mind, Medi- we're not American. We are stupid. Big we don't t- know.
0: No, no. The American, no. We're not stupid. Oh, God. We are just taught Canadian things. Yeah. Although, I couldn't tell you much more about the founding of Canada other than John A. <laughs> MacDonald was our first Prime Minister.
1: Right? I totally knew that, yeah. I don't know.
0: I don't uh, know. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> Ask asked me about Titanic, though. Anyway. I will not. (laughs) So, (laughs) you've learned. So, George Washington and James Monroe were both Freemasons. So was Benjamin Franklin. So was John Hancock. So was Paul Revere. Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Those were pretty influential people.
1: Yeah, same with, like, who was it? Mozart and Beethoven?
0: Mozart, Beethoven, Voltaire... Houdini, yeah. like there's so many weirdly... big names. Famed. A lot of baseball players as well, which I'm wondering if they're... I don't know.
1: Baseball is a separate cult.
0: <laughs> as someone who dated a baseball player, 100% agree. <laughs> it's, it's a different world. Yeah. Um, I, I'm just wondering like was part of the founding of America founded on these freemason ideals because you've Uh got basically like upwards of 13 to 15 men who founded may not be official founding fathers but were influential in the founding of the united states before the constitution was drafted like a third of the delegates were freemasons you can't tell me that no information came out of that lodge true and that's the thing like we don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing cause we don't know
1: anything
0: and like America's kind of a mess (laughs) but can we attribute that to like we can't say for sure whether or not a big reason behind American politics being the way that they are isn't because of freemasonry but the same goes for every other country there's so many italians there's so many british people there's so many swedish royalty like spanish spanish was a big one yeah there was like two canadians (laughs) that i know of one of them was tim Mm. (laughs) horton colonel sanders or yes colonel sanders yes him yep (laughs) (laughs) the most influential man in America (laughs) let's be real you want to talk about founding fathers Colonel Sanders Um, you know what I mean like there's so many foundational aspects of so many countries so many political aspects around the world is that because of Freemasonry like we don't know what's going on behind those doors we don't know what information is coming in or out Because even if they're not discussing politics within the Lodge, which I don't believe, but let's Mm -hmm. say that they're not, that doesn't mean that they're not taking things that they hear in the Lodge, just general conversation, taking that out and back into the political world outside of the Lodge. And that brotherhood, there's connections in there. Like, looking at American politics, there's connections in there from Democrats, from Republicans. So maybe they're not discussing politics in the Lodge, but when you have that sort of brotherhood, you're more likely to be lenient towards any decisions that your brother is making.
1: And there's probably a lot of nepotism as well.
0: 100%.
1: If your brother needs a helping hand getting a promotion or a job or wants to be the head of a company, oh, I'm his brother, I can make that happen.
0: Oh, exactly. And like, look at at Marquis de Lafayette. Like, he was one of the most influential people in the American Revolution. He was also a Freemason, and he was also from France. Sure, he had a big thing for America. I'll give him that. But, like, mm-hmm. that connection of this French person who is in the Brotherhood with George Washington, who's the president, the general of the American army during the Revolution, yep. like, there's got to be that brotherhood connection happening which connects the two countries and then when France is fighting against England you know like what sort of special things would someone like Lafayette be asking of George Washington yeah, yeah Good I'm point. going off on a tangent but
1: it's interesting though there's
0: so many little interconnections and that's valid discussion that's just interesting to me to think what little foundational things are founded on Masonic ideologies that Mm -hmm. we would have no idea of if we didn't know just a little bit about Freemasonry.
1: Yeah. I Um, personally am not a huge history buff, so I'm still thinking about (laughs) the the Colonel Sanders thirst trap, but (laughs) yeah, great topic.
0: (laughs) Well... I think we've exhausted a lot of history about Freemasonry. We've thrown in some conspiracy aspects. Oh, I'm not done. Shall I oh. keep going? Oh my goodness, keep going.
1: <laughs> okay. I have the reasoning for why the Catholic Church condemns Freemasonry.
0: Oh, please tell I us. that
1: up. So, it says, um, initially, uh, in continental Europe, especially the Catholic Church, They were suspicious of Freemasonry because they were seeing all of these men from different neighborhoods, areas, professions, meeting and doing stuff together, doing rituals like baking bread, hanging out at like coffee shops and stuff. So then they're <laughs> yes. like, what is this? It's a conspiracy. Like, why are all these men who like have nothing really in common? Why are they getting together? Do you think there the must be something suspicious? He, like,
0: wasn't invited? Probably. I I don't know. Like that episode of The Office where um, Ryan invites Toby on the camping trip for all the managers and doesn't invite Michael. I feel like the Pope was like that. He was like, fine.
1: I'll condemn it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'll condemn it on behalf of the entire church.
1: So like in 1738, the Catholic Church officially condemned Freemasonry and has since issued about 20 decrees directly and indirectly, against the fraternity. Oh, hold on. And in 1983, Cardinal Joseph Ratzinger, the future Pope Benedict, I think that's the 26th, reaffirmed this position.
0: That was in so the, the 1980s? Popes? In
1: 1983, they reaffirmed, so the popes don't like it. Do they know something we don't know? Or are they just... Suspicious because <laughs> they're the church.
0: Oh, exactly. That's I could go on a whole other rant about why the popes suck. <laughs> Child abuse aside. Mm. Just, like, I feel like they're just nerds. Mm. Like, not to bully the pope, but, like...
1: <laughs> <I> <laughs> but to like, bully the pope. But
0: to bully the pope. I feel like they're just upset that they're not invited... Or allowed to do cool things. Mm. You know what I mean? So they're like, well, fine. We'll condemn it. My question fine. is
1: though do other religions, like, do they care about Freemasonry? Like, I
0: do don't they
1: condemn think it? So. Like, like, Buddhism, Hinduism, like, do they care? Like, or are they like, go for it? Because, like, a great I question. find like the Catholic Church is very strict compared to a lot of other religions. There are, like, some other very strict religions, but the Catholic Church is, like, normalized, strict, like...
0: Yeah. I feel like a lot of other religions as well, like, even you mentioning, like, Buddhism, Hinduism, like, those are religions that are very open to sort of more supernatural sides of things. Yeah. And, like... Not that alchemy is really supernatural, but, like, during the days when masonry would have first been a thing, like, you didn't talk about secret societies, you didn't talk about alchemy, you didn't talk about all of the potential power that could come from a bonded experience. Right. But these religions don't shy away from it the way that the Catholic Church does, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. So I feel like they would be a lot more open... Or, like, not even more open, just, like, less judgy about it. True. (laughs) Fun!
1: Oh, yes, I had another thing. Apparently, there was conspiracy about there being Masonic symbols on the U.S. dollar bill. Yes. But the Freemasons say, no, that's not true.
0: Interestingly enough, though, some of them say... Yes, that is true.
1: Oh, conspiracy. Dun dun dun.
0: Some of them have come out and been like, but there might be uh, just like a. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> I think, well, I think the thing with that and where the discrepancy comes from there, like, as much as I'd like to believe it's like, oh, it's all a cult, it's all a secret society, and there's hidden symbols everywhere. Yeah. You also have to look at the fact that there's a lot of different lodges, right? And, like, we talked about each lodge has its own symbols, its own traditions. So, very easily one lodge could say, no, that's not a Masonic symbol. We've never used that, we've never seen it. Ah. Well, another lodge could be like, sure, it's not a symbol for you guys, but all of our lodges use it. That makes sense. You know what I mean. Like they're. It's hard to narrow it down because there's, there's not a grand lodge that dictates, all of these things or keeps track of all of these things. You're
1: and I right. think that would You're I right. think that would be a dangerous
0: idea. For a group that. Keeps everything as secret as it does to have everything in one place. Is mm-hmm. a difficult thing. But. I mean, and things like, I don't know, like, the, like, the Illuminati symbol, like, the eye with the, the pyramid with the eye, or whatever. Like, so many people say that that's a Masonic symbol. Well, is it Masonic? Is it Illuminati? Are they one and the same? That's a whole other conversation, but, like... Yeah. What? You never know. It Like, could one lodge be associated with the Illuminati and another lodge not? like, There's an endless amount of questions and I think that's what makes masonry so interesting is that there's just, unless you're in the masons there's no way you're ever going to have the answers.
1: Very true. Much like the Illuminati. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Also, speaking of Illuminati, uh, I'm totally down yeah, I would sell my soul to become rich and famous Not gonna lie <laughs> uh,
0: Yeah same
1: I was gonna uh, object so, And then I
0: thought about it for a second And I was like <laughs> you know. No, Illuminati if you're listening Hire me <laughs> <laughs> We have no money We have very little no to offer job. you But sometimes no we make people laugh So do with that yeah. as you will wink wink nudge nudge we come as a package deal though two souls for the price of one yeah it's a good deal it's a, it's a steal of a deal only on tuesdays though so
1: yeah so.
0: <laughs> limited time kids eat wait. free
1: on tuesday <laughs> 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 demons eat free on tuesday <laughs> Well, yeah do you, have... you want to talk about your people because i'm done
0: i would love to talk about my people I have nothing more to say. I will hand over the hat to you. Please let me talk more. Okay.
1: I'll probably still cut you off. Like I just did twice.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay. So the first person I want to talk about is only rumored to be a Freemason. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, it's only rumored because no one really knows who this person was. Oh. We could do a whole other episode on this guy. He's known as the Count of St. Germain. (gasps) He... I don't even know where to start with this man. But he was basically a master of all things. He allegedly lived in the 18th century. But there's records of him from hundreds of years. There's, like... There's so many accounts of people interacting with him and basically him being an immortal so he's a vampire That I mean that's one theory about him oh. but one big thing about the Count of St. Germain is that he was very very interested in masonry and masonic symbols oh. and um, like secrets and there's records of him at masonic lodges in different places um, oh. he was like there was a situation where he was supposedly dead, but then the next year, people recorded him as attending a Freemason convention in Germany. Wow. Like, there's... He's very, very elusive, but my question with that is, does his interest in Masonry and in the Masonic lifestyle... Does that come from him being this sort of secretive person and being interested in, like, a secret society? Or is it the other way around? Yeah. Yeah, the Count of St. Germain, I won't even attempt to get into because it could be, like, four episodes. Nobody knows when he was born. Nobody knows when he died. They just know that he was everywhere and nowhere at the same time
1: also sort of off topic, but kind of related, mm-hmm. I heard a theory that Nicolas Cage is a vampire. Oh my god, I believe it. First of all, he's crazy. Uh, I love him, though. What? But, like, there was a picture of someone that came out I don't know if it was like 16, 17, or 1800s, but it's a guy who looks exactly like Nicolas I Cage. I saw that. Right? And I'm like, hold up, that explains it.
0: <laughs> that explains so
1: much. And there was an interview where someone was like, are you a vampire? And he was like, no comment. It's like, you can't tease us like that.
0: No. Nick, it's Would anyone give shocked, us something. though, if Nicholas Cage was no. like, actually, yeah, I'm an immortal vampire. I'd be like, all right, sounds legit. <laughs> I'd be like, that makes a lot more sense than you just being an actor. Very, exactly. Yeah.
1: Also, okay. I love Nicolas Cage.
0: I can't say the same. Oh! <gasps> He's just. Uh, I'm hanging up. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the podcast. We're disbanding now. Over. Yeah, Nicolas we're not Cage. friends anymore. No, fourteen years down the train. All because of Nicholas Cage. I don't dislike him. He just makes me uncomfortable. Will you? That's yeah. That's fair. <laughs> Will you change your opinion if
1: I tell you Jenna and Julian love him? I know they do. And you still
0: dislike him. I didn't say I disliked him. He just makes me incredibly uncomfortable. That's part of the fun. And that's. that's <laughs> you know what? I'll give you that. When watching one of his movies,
1: just make it a drinking game. Every time he makes you uncomfy, starts screaming or looks at the camera, take a shot.
0: Okay, so I mean, it'll get be a good night. Blocked <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sorry,
0: anyway. That's okay. Um, St. Germain. (laughs) Yeah, so the Count of St. Germain, very interesting man. Mm. Possibly a Freemason. Here's the thing about that, too, is that nobody knows who the Count of St. Germain was. So nobody Mm. really knows if he was a Freemason or not. There's record of him at multiple lodges, but no one can tell you exactly what he looked like. Yeah. Like, who was this person? We don't know. And... I only bring up the Count of St. Germain because he is the reason that I even know what the Freemasons are. Really? Because doing research on him, I learned about his interest in Masonic lifestyles and Masonic symbols and everything. And then I was like, oh, Oh. what are these? And here we are. That's fun. It was. And as much as I love the Count of St. Germain, I have to say that I think I have a new favorite Freemason.
1: Yeah, me too. I never so, had a favorite before, but I do now.
0: <laughs> I hate that I had a favorite, because that shows how little I get out. Um, but that's <laughs> neither here nor there. Anyway, <laughs> so I'm going to take this excerpt from uh, a list of famous Freemasons that I found online. I am obsessed with this, because what a fucking icon. That's mm-hmm. all I have to say. So this person's name was Charles Genevieve Louis-Auguste-André-Timothée Déon de Beaumont. Oh my god. <laughs> Usually known. Say that
1: ten times fast. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Usually known as the Chevalier Déon. Hmm. They were a French diplomat, spy, Freemason, and soldier who fought in Ooh. the Seven Years' War. Now here's where shit gets interesting. Dayan had androgynous physical characteristics and natural abilities as a mimic, which were great features for a spy, so hell yeah. Yeah. They appeared publicly as a man and pursued masculine occupations for 49 years, although during that time, they successfully infiltrated the court of Empress Elizabeth of Russia by presenting as a woman and then from that point on for 33 years from 1777 Mm -hmm. Deon dressed as a woman and claimed to be assigned female at birth but doctors who examined Deon's body after their death discovered that they would have actually been assigned male at birth so you know what Freemasons you've got a non-binary icon as a Freemason so. Like, haha! <laughs> like, what a, what a moniker! French diplomat, spy, Freemason, and soldier.
1: Like to be one of those things in itself is pretty cool, but all of them—that's wild. All of wild. them at
0: once. In addition to being non-binary in seventeen seventy-seven.
1: Huge
0: round of applause. That shit is hard enough in twenty twenty-one. Seventeen seventy-seven. Mm-hmm. Blows my mind. I think it's absolutely incredible. Yes. It's just, oh, oh, so interesting, so cool, and you know what? I think, I think they should start letting women into the Freemasons. <laughs> I agree. Because clearly, people who identify as female are just as cool, if not cooler. Yeah. Just saying. Anyway, that's <laughs> that's a long-winded explanation of Freemasonry and a small little delve into conspiracy.
1: Yeah. I think this is probably going to be one of our shorter episodes, because we
0: don't really have anything else. <laughs> and I didn't go off on many tangents this time. Only a couple. Yeah, they were, they were
1: related to the subject, so... I'd-
0: I did my best.
1: I feel like it's because we we chatted a bit beforehand, so you could get it all out. That's
0: what I was going for, so I could shoot the shit before. (laughs) That's smart. What can I say? I am an Oxford student. Yeah, and you keep reminding me. (laughs) And I will for the rest of my life. (laughs) Until I get to be a Freemason.
1: Yes. Hashtag Caitlin for Freemasonry. <laughs> <laughs> 2021. Please. Anyway. I just wanted to what it's uh, about. Yeah. That's Freemasonry. You'll that's probably leave with more questions than answers. <laughs> we sure did.
0: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for listening. Thank you for taking your time to listen to us blabber on about what the hell a Freemason is, and we'll be back pretty soon with a topic that has less history, I promise. Creeps and Coffee is produced and edited by us, Kate and Jane. Our theme music is Stuck in a Hole by David. For more information on where to find them, check out the link in our show notes. And to connect with us, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Creeps and Coffee.